Blog Talk Radio. Halloween, then it's Thanksgiving, then it's Christmas, and then it's the playoffs. And now we have three games left. We have the Chiefs at the Ravens. We have the Lions at the 49ers. Yeah, that's right. I said the Lions at the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Those are the, those are the final four teams. But I got the fellas here tonight, so we're going to go through this a little bit. I got JB, I got Dr. Train, and uh, I got the last second K-Star. K-Star, can you, because uh, we didn't get to do the sound check, can you say something real quick? Something, test. K-Star right. here, one, two, three. All right. That, that's why I asked you to call in a few minutes early, so we don't have to do it during the show. <laughs> you know, just be nice to, a little bit early, but, you know, be nice to say Anyway, um, gentlemen, welcome to the Madden Voice. What up, what up, what up? Yo, man, that intro, man, is is, is that the intro to Mad Men? If it's not, just... It is not. It is independent. It is an independent song I found out there in Internet land that I can play without having to worry about someone wanting royalties. Dude, that thing is so dope, yeah, I know. I know. Like every time the show come on, I'd be like, "Well, shit, I don't ready to talk about it." <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you like it, Train. You made it. You made it worth all the effort it took to find something. Ah, so uh, last weekend we had uh, three of us at three and one, and one of us at two and two. I'll let y'all guess who the two and two one. Uh, who the two and two person was. The rest of us were at three and one. Um, we're gonna do picks, but before we do picks, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about Dr. Train's favorite topic, quarterbacks. I'm gonna find that clip somewhere where he says quarterbacks, <laughs> and that's gonna be that's gonna be uh, immortalized into uh, into one of our sound bites. But uh, wait, wait, wait a minute, Train, give us a quarterbacks. Come on, give us one. Man, let's talk about quarterbacks. So I'm saying we got one. We will have a new one. Yeah, quarterbacks. Well, you know, 
You know, we, we well, actually, we're not starting there, but we're going to get to that. But listen, I have to ask y'all your opinion. Um, you know, last week I came on the show and I said, I apologize to Josh Allen. Uh, I take back my apology. <laughs> um, oh, no. I take, I take back my apology. Um, they got to stop this. They got to stop this. They got to stop this. He's great, but he ain't great. <laughs> they got to cut this out. There's a difference. There's a difference. You know, if I walked no. away from anything this weekend, I walked away realizing how hard it is to get a franchise quarterback and the difference between all-world, all-pro, you know, um, Pat Mahomes and everybody else. Uh, and it came out this weekend. But my first question before we talk about Josh Allen, before we talk about the, 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 the other quarterbacks, is Patrick Mahomes on his way to eclipsing Tom Brady? Something I didn't think I would say hmm. in my lifetime, but when you look at where they are at this stage of their career, where Tom was and where Mahomes was, actually Mahomes might have a step ahead because he's got – two league MVPs, and Brady had none at this time. Um, so Mahomes ha- is building a rather substantial resume. It's not complete. He's still got a ways to go, but he's really making the case. So I ask you, K-Star, do you think Patrick Mahomes is on his way to eclipsing Tom Brady? Nah. Uh, I think he's on his way to being the second most successful quarterback um, or bastard, most dominant, however you want to hear it, of all time. But I don't think he's on his way to eclipsing Tom. And part of that, you know, unfortunately, is Brady beat him twice <laughs> to stop that, right? He beat him in the Super Bowl. He beat him in the Ace of Championship game at the twilight of Tom's career. Um and so there's easily ways to construct narratives around it, but I will say that. Okay, okay, sir. Hold on, hold on. Let hold me on, ask you a question. Well, let me, let okay. me, on that note, before you continue, you said Brady beat him twice. Okay. But didn't Eli Manning yeah. beat Tom Brady twice? Yeah, but here's the thing that Tom has MVPs and Super Bowl, all those Super Bowls along the way. And yeah, Eli beat him twice. Eli wasn't, you know, nearly as close to Tom in other areas. Right. right, right. So, I mean, to, to, isn't it a little, isn't it kind of to, to, well, to use that as the measuring stick? If, if they're equal everywhere else, but Brady beat them twice. I think it's a, I mean, it's a tiebreaker. I think it's a tiebreaker that the Eli didn't have that, everything else with it, you know. It would have been a tiebreaker, I think, if Eli had all this other stuff with it, like Peyton had, right? I think that would have been but, something that could have been tip of the cap, but Eli didn't have that. But Mahomes does. As a matter of fact, if Mahomes wins a Super Bowl this year, they'll both have three Super Bowls in the first seven seasons, and Mahomes will have two MVPs that Brady didn't have yet. Yeah, he would. And also, those losses to Tom. But I I think I just asked you about Manning, and you said, nah. Nah, because he's not everything else. I'm kind of just a tiebreaker. Go ahead and finish. Go ahead and finish. I'm saying it's a tiebreaker in that, you know. But as far as 
yeah, Tom had more Super Bowls around this time. Um, I think again, Patrick, it's just here's the thing: even if you have a great start, great start, there's just so much more of your career you have to play out. And yeah, we can look at the optimistic side. Maybe he wins, Jesus, five more. Like it's so hard to win. <laughs> like it just sounds ludicrous saying that out loud, right? Like he's going to win five more Super Bowls. Um. It just seems really hard to do, and like, things can change really quickly. Um, but he definitely—he's I mean, already one of the best of all time, which is really incredible. Um, so yes, he has a chance, but I don't think he's, he's going to pass Tom. Okay, JB. I um, <clears throat> humbly disagree. I think his his trajectory, the way it stands right now, is on pace to surpass him. He's been in the league, I think, it was year seven, six years as a starter, and six years, six consecutive years now, going into the AFC Championship, if I heard correctly, along with the MVPs, and uh, has another chance at a Super Bowl this year. We'll see how things play out starting on Sunday. But when you look at everything he's been able to accomplish, uh, yeah, he is on that path. I'm here. Anybody else there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here too. I'm here, T. All right, well, that was like, oh, wait for T. Oh, wait, wait for T. <laughs> yeah. Train, I guess you can answer that uh, same question I was posed. If Tom, or if, 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 if my homeless is, uh, that's a past Tom. Is he on, I believe that the question was, is he on his way, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, my, my, my immediate answer would be, I'm, I'm more leaning towards Big Brother Jay, but just, just not quite yet. And my my measure stick is simply the Super Bowl win. Um, uh, Mahomes is very, <laughs> but definitely looks to be more talented and looks to have, as far as stat wise, a um, uh, more stat wise ridiculous career against. Is that T coming back? Stat-wise, the better career than, than Tom Brady. Um, waiting to see him fight through the challenges of the other teams that are starting to become rivals. You know, yeah, Buffalo lost, but, man, I mean, it's a, it's a three-point game. Uh, and then you have the Ravens. Who are sitting at the at, at the top seed? So, gentlemen, can you hear me now? Yeah. Now we can. Yeah, now we can. Yes. All right. My Frank apologies. Was answering your question. Okay. Um, I missed. I missed. I got interrupted after Jay said like three words. Can I apologize, Jay? Oh, can you, can, go ahead. Yeah. Can we just get Jay again? Because I I missed it completely. Okay. No, it, it was pretty quick. I was basically just saying that I, I believe he is on the trajectory to just a fast time Brady because of the fact that he's got uh, his sixth consecutive AFC championship appearance. Now he's got the MVPs. He's a Super Bowl winning uh, quarterback, and he's on his way potentially, depending upon what happens on Sunday, to have another Super Bowl berth, which is another chance at a title or another chance at that championship ring. So to answer your question, um, yeah, I believe he's on that path to um, to surpass him. Okay. 
thank you for re repeating. I don't know what happened to my connection. Uh, Train, uh, can you start from the beginning of your answer, please? That's <laughs> <laughs> true, man. Uh, I, and I get, get the shortage just a little bit, but, you know, in uh, the way I look at the measuring stick is just simply to be uh, the Super Bowl wins. Um, uh, Tom has a, has a host of him. While I believe uh, Pat Mahomes is end up being more, it's definitely more talented, um, and far stat wise, probably will blow it out the water in comparison to Tom Brady. Uh, for me, I was I was waiting to see one more year of beating back, beating back the competition because that's what Tom consistently did was just like beat back, beat back the competition. So when you brought up like him, uh, the scenario of him winning, of them possibly winning this Super Bowl, he's on his way for sure. But if I had to lean towards uh, one way or the other, I would lean towards him more being on his being on his way, because my man just he continues to do it, and, and even though Tyreek is, is gone, everybody's like, man, there's no way. He went out, they won one, and now they're back in the AFC Championship again, and it, I think what is the uh, uh, was the Deadline for the game, what just home field advantage, it's, and it's not a, and it's not enough that this Kansas City win. Did you stop talking, or did I get disconnected again? No, no I'm not you. talking. You okay. good? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, this blog talk radio, man. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, if he, if he wins the Super Bowl this year, I think he, I don't think you can. You can deny that he's on the path. Will it happen? I don't know. There's a long way to go, but I didn't think we. I didn't think this quick after Brady retired, we'd be able to uh, have someone that could rival what Brady has done. And with respect to Case, I don't think the head-to-head -head matters. It, this isn't, you know, like I like I pointed out, you know, Manning beat Brady straight up twice in the Super Bowl. And no one would put, you know, Eli Manning on the same level as Tom Brady, like at all. So I, I don't think the head-to-head -head matters. I think it's what he accomplishes, um, and especially this year, coming out of, you know, a, a, a really subpar season based on Kansas City standards and not having home field and now being, you know, one game away from the Super Bowl. And we'll do our picks shortly, but, you know, I don't think anyone would be shocked if if Kansas City went into Baltimore and won that game. I don't think it would be a shock. I don't think it would be like, oh, my God, like a major upset. And that's based on that, that guy. You know, like I say, Mama, there go that boy again. Like, he's just he, – he's what – and it's funny. When they talk about quarterbacks, they almost have to take him out of the conversation. You know, it's like it's like Patrick Mahomes and everybody else. Okay, but outside of Mahomes, blah 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 blah. Okay, well let's put Mahomes <laughs> to the side. Like, like he's just he's that level, you know. And a lot of up and coming great quarterbacks. Lamar's doing his thing, and we'll talk about you know Purdy and and but you know you got Stroud and you got Love and you know young quarterbacks. Caleb's going to be coming in, and you know the, 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 a lot of potential there and. Um, so it's going to be exciting to watch quarterbacks. But like we've said on this show for years, quarterback, head coach. I mean, that's it. That's the relationship. And um, so that moves me on to 
So, Train, can you confirm that it just seems that the Bears are heading in the direction of drafting Caleb and probably dealing fields? That just seems that – did they hire um, – the offensive coordinator, the guy that was Caleb's uh, coach, did they, did they make that hire? No, they got Shane Walton from uh, Seattle. They didn't get okay. Cliff Kingsbury. Okay. Yeah, they, okay. they they interviewed Cliff Kingsbury, but they didn't they didn't bring they didn't, they didn't bring him in. Okay. But all the scuttlebutt seems to be pointing towards Bears making that move. Anything you're hearing that would suggest that differently? And no, that that's the reason why the job was so uh, semi thought out. Like that's why a lot of people. It was the it was the option of getting the opportunity to uh, work with going to be the first quarterback draft. Right. So to, to me, uh, what I'm everything that I'm reading is and and based on just the evaluation of of Justin across you know three seasons, it it's leaning towards Caleb. And if I'm our, one thing I will give our GM what I will I like about him and I, and I, I, my hope is that he remains consistent on is that you you make the team better when you can make the team better you know and, and he had the question last year when Bryce Young and and CJ Stroud were coming out and he had the top pick it's like if you if uh, are you planning on taking a quarterback with the top pick he's like I got to be blown away so it's the same answer got to be blown away, but I think I think Caleb would blow him away enough uh, to move on from Justin, because maybe a good leader, maybe a good person, but the QB position, the skills that requires to play the position, um, Caleb will come in that much further. Okay. Let me, um, we're going to have a lot of time to talk about Caleb as the draft gets closer, but I want to ask you, K-Star, would you take Justin Fields as your quarterback in Pittsburgh? Yeah, in Pittsburgh for sure, given our situation. And um, I think given our, the construction of our team where we have good receivers already, we can run after the catch and deep ball receiver and pick-ins and the way we run the hell out of the ball. And I think under our Coach Tomlin, uh, Fields would, would play pretty disciplined and pretty pretty, pretty damn good. So I would, I would definitely take Fields. So, so, so I hear your answer, and um, I'm having the thought of the Jews that you would definitely want to take. Them. However, I want you to go on YouTube and I want you to look up JG O'Sullivan, and I want you to look at his film breakdown of Justin Fields, and then I want you to come back and answer that same question on whether you would take Fields as your quarterback. Because what people are going to get caught up in is his ability to be dynamic. And, and extend the play. What people don't realize is Justin is the is is his his ability to do that it, uh, come comes from him creating the situation to do it in. He creates those situations because he does not get rid of the ball fast. So I, I'm true. telling you, That's do true. yourself a favor. Go to YouTube, check out J.T. O'Sullivan's quarterback breakdown, and check out one of the breakdowns that he does of Justin Fields. And you can check out one at the beginning of the year, and you can check out one later on in the year. And while you see a improvement, 
you will still see a quarterback that misses NFL level throws. And I don't mean he threw the ball and missed the receiver. There are you know a few of those. I mean he doesn't see the guy. He doesn't throw it to the guy when the guy's even his number one option on the play. Tight end hey, of the hey. team is yeah. So hey Trey, so so yeah. if you're Pittsburgh, you don't take fields. Considering what they have now, no. yeah, I'm packing what we have. So, isn't a lot of that coaching though? I mean, isn't the whole point of that getting him into another system with different coaches? Isn't that that stuff fixable? Isn't that stuff repairable? If they, if the Steelers feel like they can look at that film and and make him process faster, then by all means, make him. Well, I, I would imagine they have yeah. their own JT Sullivan. I would imagine they have their own staff that would review film and, you know, but, you know, he was a, a, a number one draft pick. He was a very dynamic college player. And, you know, when I, when I look at what Pittsburgh has now, I, I don't know if Fields becomes available. I don't know how they can't go out and try to get Fields. And you know, look at Baker. Baker found a whole new life in yeah. him. I would have never guessed. Baker picked, was one yeah, game away I, from conference yep. championship. Hello? Yep. Yeah, yep. no, I, I was agree mm-hmm. with you. I didn't want to cut you off. But I want to piggyback off that uh, and give credit to Baker real quick. Like, that was a guy that I used to call fancy playing Gabbert, I think. And, yep. uh, yeah, but he fixed a lot of his issues this past year. He's always rolled to the right when pressured and, not saying the pocket can make those throws, and this year he did. So, I mean, it's tough because there, there are really kind of quarterbacks that can fix problems, and sometimes it doesn't work out. But I think that you should take the chance when they're still pretty young and really talented, you know, and see if that they can coach them out of that situation, especially when you don't have much talent on your team at quarterback to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's my point is if you look at who's going to be available, who's better? Who's out there that's going to be available? You're not going to have a great draft pick, so all the good quarterbacks are going to be drafted. Um, you know, who's out there? You're going to go get Joe Flacco? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, that that would be my – not saying that Fields doesn't have his issues. I'm sure he does. I'm sure Train is spot on with his analysis. But if I'm Pittsburgh, I'm like, hey, roll the dice. Bring him in. He's still cheap. Bring him in. Let's see what we can do. See if we can, you know, got one of the best – Coaches in the game. The guy coached Ben Roethlisberger for um, really for his entire career. Even most of his career, was, yeah, most of it. Yeah. yeah, he was he was on the staff. So you know, I would assume he knows a thing or two about how to get quarterbacks right. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I think it'll be interesting. And now you are you are looking you are looking at second round plus compensation. Yeah. Okay. Maybe well, that's we'll it. see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's the trade. You know, it's, for, for for a quarterback, there's no. You know what I mean? Like if 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 you believe that he's your answer, then they'll pay what they gotta pay. Um. And here's the thing: if you guys draft Caleb, you gonna want to get rid of him. <laughs> You're not gonna want to keep him on your own. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's gotta go if that happens. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, no, he can't can't stay in Chicago. He's drafted. That's, that's, right. That's so, 
So yeah. you, it, right now it may sound like second round video compensation, but if everybody else is looking at that same video that you're looking at, <laughs> we'll see. Oh, well. yeah. he's, second, he's second round compensation for sure. You're looking okay. at what Sam Bracker went for. Yeah, uh, Justin Fields is, second, is minimum second round compensation. Well, what, why are you so confident yeah. that, but at the same time you're saying I don't know, man. they shouldn't take him? <laughs> I just, I'm just looking at the, the the thought of what kind of quarterback you want for your team. Like, you still want a guy that's going to be able to get the ball out to your receivers. And th- that's what I saw him struggle at. So that's right. that's what mine is based on. But doesn't mean uh, it can't be fixed. However, that's just, that's, just, that's just what I see. Well, one of the things that football but, has taught me – is a player is worth what another team is willing to pay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that simple. That's simple. So it could be a second rounder. I won't be surprised though if it you know, if it if teams know they gotta get rid of them, you know, then they start to lose leverage a little. I think Chicago does, so we'll see. But I think it's probably right. a second round. But I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up as a third round draft pick. But that's great. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. So so the one team that's already that 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 is that has been tossed up to go after him is Atlanta. That is the, okay. that is the one place okay. that they that they're considered that they say will probably end up making a strong push, a strong push to get him. So Okay. Yeah. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be a number it's gonna be a number two number two. When you look at what Sam Donald went for, yeah. Justice number two. Okay. Um J B Moving on to our next quarterback question, probably going to be our most, our most, our liveliest discussion. And that's my prediction. I watched a lot of shows, as I always do, after the divisional rounds, and I was thinking, and then I heard the same thing said on a couple of shows. I want your thoughts. First, is Josh Allen AFC version of Dak Prescott? <laughs> oh wow! Damn. You know what? When you look at the body of work, uh, hard to say no to that. I, I kind of would agree with it. When you look at the fact that he he, he puts up the numbers. But he can't get the team over the for whatever reason. I think there's many different reasons on either side of the equation. But when you look at what they're able to produce and how they're able to perform, um, I think with both Dak and with Josh Allen, when you kind of take the ball out of their hands and force them to throw the ball 50, 55 times a game, they're more efficient, more effective when they're down around 25, 30. I think that's what we saw with Dak this year. There were times where he would be in the low, low 40s, upper 30s, and he would have a very efficient game. But when he has to throw, he start to see some, some problems come up and see the same thing with Josh. A lot of the turnovers this year was Dak last year. So um, I, I think it's And, and Josh compared. last year, too. Yeah, but even more so this year, if I'm not mistaken, I think he led the league in turnovers. If I don't, if I'm not mistaken, last year too, him and Dak tied the lead of league. Uh, so there you go. So two years in a row, uh, 
about being yeah. right at the top and the ball over. So I, I think it's a valid comparison. Okay. Does anybody disagree with that comparison? Does anybody feel differently? Differently. Oh, I thought this was gonna no. be a, I thought this was gonna be a fight. Why can't my guy do that? 
And then I look at Josh Allen, and I'm like, oh, because we have, you know, the black version of Josh Allen. Can't get over the hump. <laughs> That's how I feel. He can't get over the hump. Like, dude, you know, when you watch, when you, when you watch Mahomes, he's just, he's, I'm going to let you finish, Case. I'm going to finish this thought. Mahomes is the closest NFL thing I've ever seen to Michael Jordan. And I watched Michael Jordan's entire basketball career from 84 to 2001 or two, whatever, whatever he retired with the Wizards. I watched his whole career. And even his last game, I watched Jordan in the playoffs with Washington. He had knee issues. And he came off the bench with bad knees. And even then, you're watching saying, he's going to put this team on his back and win the game. Dude, 40 years old. And you still believe that he had enough in the tank. He didn't. They lost. But when you watched him come in, <laughs> it was like, he's going to do it. You just know he, that's who he is. I'm watching Mahomes, and I just sit there the whole, the whole game, and I'm like, this is about to win this game and take these cats to Baltimore. So go ahead, Casey. I felt that way about I felt that way about about Brady too. Um, watching him, but um, yeah, I guess for me it's like when you look at Josh Allen, like when he lost to Mahomes a couple years ago, they had that crazy, crazy high scoring back and forth game. I remember. And like for me, yeah, for me it's like I don't know, man. Like I haven't seen Josh Allen have a game like Dak just had in the playoffs. But at the same time, the result's kind of the same in terms of he still can't get it done. It's just, I don't know, man. He For me, it's like I never watched Josh like have to play like a bad game to lose the game in the playoffs. Like, we've seen that regular season. Yeah. Playoffs really haven't seen that. So it's kind of so it's, it's kind of tough because he's playing against Mahomes, right? It's just like, man, you know, Peyton used to lose against Brady a lot too. And eventually he came through. And I think eventually Josh will probably come through. But it's, it's rough right now, of course. Um well, Seth thinks they're helping out. I'll say that Buffalo, but you know, it, it, they say teams lose twenty five percent of their players every year, and I got to tell you, I don't think Stephon Diggs is going to come back and be a bill next year. I don't give a damn what his contract says, how much money he's supposed to make, or what. The, I don't, I don't see it. They've had issues all year, and even though they all said the right thing publicly, it was pretty clear they they got issues. Um, of course, Dak and CD might have issues now, too, so who the hell knows what's going to happen. Um, um, yeah, that's just a make-up over the offseason. Eh, we'll see. Um, so I'm going to go back to JB. Uh, last quarterback, I think, before we do our picks. Brock Purdy. Dude was riding high this year. MVP candidate. Could do no wrong. Had a three-game losing streak. Everybody said, especially K-Star, yeah, but he didn't have Trent Williams. He didn't have Debo. And I think one of those games, he didn't have McCaffrey. So, you know, cut him some slack. His full complement of players came back. He went on a nice run. And, um, you know, they, they played well. Number one seed in the, in the NFC. But... Did you did you did you see the same Brock Purdy, and have you seen the same Brock Purdy, and should 49er fans be concerned, and should the 49ers be on upset alert 
with Detroit, a very hot Detroit team coming in, should the 49ers be concerned? Yeah. I mean, gosh, I, I talked with my buddy Marcus, who's a diehard Niner fan, and even he has concerns about Purdy, especially with Debo going out, not sure if he's going to be back. And we've already known that when Purdy doesn't have his full complement, they're susceptible to losing. So absolutely, they should be concerned. I think that with, with Purdy, take nothing away from him. He is a good uh, quarterback. But when you don't have your full complement of, of weapons and you're losing, that says something about how you're able to elevate a team or lack thereof. If he wants to put the naysayers to the side and put it to rest, Debo doesn't play. He's got to go out and put the team on his back and will them to victory or at least play well with the absence of a full complement of receivers. So absolutely they should be on, up to the alert because Detroit coming in there to win. They're not coming in there just to visit San Francisco Bay Area. They're coming to win. And, and they've, got, they've got some dogs on both sides of that ball. So they definitely should be uh, prepared for, for Detroit's best punch. Train, you were one of the ones who had said this year that Brock was a good quarterback but not great and that he did not he did not um, make his team any better. Have you seen anything to change your mind or opinion about him? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so hold, 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 hold your tongue for a second. Now, K-Star, you are on the other side of that conversation. You felt very strongly about Brock Purdy. Some of us felt that Brock was a product of the system. Some of us thought that Brock, you know, he played well in the Shanahan system, but he didn't elevate his team. Have you changed your position on Brock Purdy? No. Those parts I trained. One of the criticisms oh, okay. was like he could have won without Debo. Well, one playoff game without Debo. Came back to playoff game without Debo. Did he play well the whole game? Nope. Um, he was very really inconsistent. So we didn't see that throughout the year. Um, seems like he struggled holding the ball in the rain. You know, second-year player, but you got to give him credit for that final drive and how clutch he was throwing to Juwan Jennings and Chris Conley. Um, only completion was a drop by Kittle. Played great when it counted. Got his act together, and you know, won a tough game without Debo versus an upcoming team. So, I, I haven't seen my position at all. Uh, we saw a sign of clutch that we needed to see, and you know, he won without Debo, which was something trained so they couldn't do. Train, he called you out specifically. Would you like to respond? <laughs> I want you to roll. I want you. To, I want you to roll back the tape and 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 say I said that. Because I, I, don't, I don't think I specifically said that. The Debo stuff? Uh, yeah, I don't think I specifically said he can't win without Debo. So if that's what you're saying, I said. Okay, what did you say? Maybe I'm wrong. I'm a bad. Yeah, no, we were, I remember Debo we stuff. We were talking about MVP. That's what we were talking about. Can you tell, tell that man to go back and look at our guys. Okay? <laughs> don't show just well, well, let me ask you this. If, if not... He didn't show you anything. He didn't show you anything by pulling that game out. No. Did he? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Trent. No. 
Okay. He showed me he's a good. He showed me he's a good. He showed me he's a good quarterback, but it doesn't change my mind about. All right, all right. That's that's, that's good for me. That's that's good for me. All right, all right. That's great. My position has not changed on this young man. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and, and I and I gotta say, I watched. Like I said, I watched all the shows and I watched a lot of breakdowns of his play, and you know, he 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 is. Kind of like Garoppolo was at one point. He's very much a product of the Shanahan system. I I I, I would be interested to see what they do in the off season. I just he was a, he was an MVP candidate because of the wins, because of the team. You know the defense was stout. They got some dogs, as Jay just said. McCaffrey is all world. Um, Ayuk, Debo, you know Kittle's. I mean, you know put put Dak on that team. How we looking? Put Josh Allen on that team. How we looking? Um, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I I think he's been very much overrated. But at the same time, he was the last pick in the draft. So, like, I don't want to I don't want to beat the guy up because he certainly outplayed his draft position. He certainly outplayed his you know his his college experience and his pick. You know, so good for him. You you you've gotten everything out of yourself that you can and made yourself an MVP candidate, although I think, you know, pretty pretty clear that Lamar's going to win. But you were in the conversation much of the year, maybe even leading at some point, and you have a chance to go to a Super Bowl. Heck, you're probably favored to beat Detroit at home and go to a Super Bowl. So I don't want to beat up on the guy too tough, but he's not as good at that position as some of the other guys that we have been talking about outside of Justin Fields. But <laughs> he's not as good, and, and I think that was very evident. And, yes, okay, it was raining out. That, you know what I mean? But, like, that's your job, bro. That's what you get paid to play in the rain. You play, you know, it rains in San Francisco. I mean, dude, you know, we, we saw these guys playing in below zero weather and, and Josh Allen and, and Mahomes and these guys ripping it, you know, and, and having better stats in, in that than – these guys had than he had in the range. So, yeah, I, I, you know, and, and he's young. I mean, he's in his second year. So, I mean, he's got time. He could develop, but I just, I don't see the upside. I think he's peaked, my opinion. Now, we'll see what happens next year, but, you know, Shanahan and, and Lynch and those guys, those guys are too damn good at player and player personnel. Don't be surprised to see something happen in the offseason. Even if dude, even if dude wins the Super Bowl. Don't be surprised. Wow. Let's see how he plays the next two games. Let's see if he lights it up or does he play marginal like he did that last game. Don't be surprised. be real Lucky funny to see them go for Justin Fields. That would crack me up right there. You never know. Everything comes to head when it's time to pay the, when it's time to pay the QB position. See, right now they don't have to. they don't have to go put forth any money. You know what I'm saying? They that dude is playing on his rookie deal and it is what it is. He's a Mr. Irrelevant. He came in, he's doing great. Uh you'll know you'll know how they feel about him when it comes time to pay. Well, you're right. Yeah, there you but if he loses Sunday <laughs> You know what I mean? He loses he Sunday. It ain't like he loses to the Cowboys number two seed came in on fire 
a lot of people thought they had a chance to beat San Francisco. Frankly, if the Dallas Cowboys were playing at the level that I've seen them play this year, I would be sitting up here doing a dance saying, my team going to the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, they choked. They're not they're home. Yeah, oh, arguing with each other. That's what I thought. That's what I thought we were doing. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, with what I saw this year at their high, even in Philly when they lost, I still saw a team play at a very high level. And at that level, I, I firmly believe that they would have gone into San Francisco this weekend and won that game. Now, of course, I sound like an idiot because they got stomped by Chicago, uh, 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 Green Bay in Green Bay. They didn't show up. They looked terrible. I got no defense of it. I, I will not. I've had a week to think about it. Uh, I will give some thoughts on Dallas in a little bit. I wasn't going to spend a lot of time on Dallas today because they're not in it, so fuck them. But um, I do believe they would have beat San Francisco based on what I saw from San Francisco and based on what I've seen if Dallas came in and played their A game. But this is not baseball. This is not basketball. You get one game to go out there and get the win. You don't get a best of three, best of five, best of seven. And you got you to gotta show them proof. They didn't show them proof. So they sitting home, and that's where they damn well deserve to be. Now, what you I would say, I was going to say in regards to, you know, Dan Campbell and the, and the Lions, man. Look here. Look here. Hmm? Dan Campbell got them boys ready to run to a motherfucking brick wall. All yep. right. For nothing. They don't even get anything on the other side of it. Go run into that brick wall. All right, Cole. Bite kneecaps. Let's go bite some kneecaps. <laughs> That's what yeah. we're going to do. Everybody we'll have with it. That is what San Francisco is up against. Yep. Yeah, they're the favorite. I think San Francisco has a bit has, uh, more talent all around. If Debo doesn't play, it's definitely going to be a major concern with how fluid that offense can be. And going up against this Detroit team, if you cannot, if you cannot get golf to a point to cough up, if you, if you give you a few options, uh, I'm so saying, man. that's a nice that's that's a nice segue to do our picks. That's a perfect segue. That's a perfect segue. But we're, we're going to do it in order of the game. So we're going to start with the Chiefs at the Ravens. And we're going to start with JB first. This is Sunday's 3 p.m. game, Chiefs at the Ravens, and it's at, it's at uh, it's on CBS. JB, who you got and why? Well, I um, talk about a pick em. Part of me wants to say the Ravens, but you know what? I went against Mahomes last week and got burnt for it. I'm going to actually go with him this week. Um, I feel bad saying it because I really – enjoyed the fact that Lamar is such a different quote-unquote quarterback than what we're accustomed to, and he has caught so much slack and slack for not being that stereotypical quarterback. But it's not about just that. It's about what Mahomes brings to the table. They were able to go into Buffalo and pull out a victory, um, playing with some confidence right now that I think they've always had, and that championship mentality is probably going to come through again. So. Gonna be a close one, but I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Okay, Train, who you got? Doctor Train. Oh. Uh. Oh. 
with the Ravens. I'm just going to stick with the Ravens all the way through. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. End the story. Okay, we get it. <laughs> uh, but the Ravens, both sides of the ball, man, I think are 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 ready. Uh, but it's going. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be tight. And I I heard. I heard listening to I guess Sirius XM that um, that during the halftime of the you know Houston Texans game, man, Lamar gave <laughs> Lamar gave yeah. his team members his words <laughs> of motivation, <laughs> basically in a nutshell, like man, what are we doing? This is look, dude, we're better than this. this look who we're playing and. I mean, the second half just speaks for itself. So, um, Dallas could have used that. To, yeah, right, right? Oh, they man. had it. It was just in the so, studio. I know. <laughs> I saw that, too. So, with that said, man, I think the Ravens are going to be really, really ready for this. It's going to be a exciting game to watch. K-Star, who you got? Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Ravens. Um you know, I think if it's a close game, I'm a little concerned because I'm not going to try to get all too conspiracy-like, but you tend to see a lot of flags kind of go in the Chiefs' favor. Um, and so I think that the Ravens probably need to get a decent lead, and I think that they, they've been – the end of the Niners have been our number one teams in the power rankings really for at least the second half of the year, for most of the year from there. And I, I just think it's Lamar's time. Lamar – is a incredible talent at quarterback and MVP this year. The defense the Ravens have is so damn good, especially in the secondary. And you look at the receivers that Chiefs have, man, every pass can be so contested. Kyle Hamilton and Marlon Humphrey and those guys that they have out there that I, I just think that between the Ravens' run game, which Lamar, you know, obviously pushes forward and dominates in the running backs that they do have, I think that they have an edge. And apparently – Mark Andrews may be back this weekend, too, which is obviously a big plus. So I, I just think the Ravens are too complete of a team and that the better team wants this game, I think that's Baltimore. The beauty of this game for me is it's a no-lose game. Like Train, I'm on, the, I'm on the Lamar bandwagon. I'd love to see him win. I'd love to see him uh, uh, change the narrative, as my brother also alluded to. But I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I, I saw some – I got reminded of how great Patrick Mahomes is. And, you know, I think it's Ric Flair. I should probably get this soundbite and put on here on Blog Talk. Uh, to be the man, woo, you got to beat the man. Well, these guys ain't beating Patrick Mahomes yet. None of them. I mean, <laughs> he, 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 he's been dominant, right? I think, I, think, I think Burrow may got one on him. But for the most part, he's been dominant the last four, five, six years. So let's see, you know, Baltimore has their best chance to get into a Super Bowl. They have a great defense, great offense, MVP quarterback. Uh, Mark Andrews coming back won't hurt, but, you know, likely has been playing very well. So they really haven't had a huge drop-off there. So I think it's going to be a great game. If the Ravens win, I will not be sad. Uh, I, will, I will jump on the uh, Lamar bandwagon for the Super Bowl, no matter who they play. Um, but I, I got to go with Mahomes. So, so we're two and two on that one. Uh, NFC Sunday, six thirty on Fox. 
the kind of surprising Detroit Lions, and this hurts because I know I know how we beat them, but we still beat them. Okay, Dan Campbell could have kicked that extra point and took his chances in overtime, and he took three shots at the two-point conversion. You can say they got gypped, and okay, say what you want, but he still tried three times, and two of them definitely failed, and the first one is debatable. So we beat them, okay? That's what the box score shows. We beat that team that's now going to go play where we should be playing, and it just ugh, gets my damn goat. That said, JB, going to start with you again. The Detroit Lions, surprising, but very, very, very hungry. Lions going against Shanahan's 49ers. Who you got? I'm going to go with the Niners in this one, and I don't care what the spread is. It's going to be closer than whatever it is. Um, the Lions, even with the Niners' full complement, if they have it, have a puncher's chance. If uh, Debo isn't playing, they really have a legitimate chance. But I think I think the difference is really going to be the Niner defense against the, the Lions' offense. The Lions' offense is explosive. They've got running backs. They've got quarter or, um, receivers. But I think that defense led by Fred Warner has got something for them. I just think that they're going to play uh, dominating football to the point where it's just going to make them tap out. So I'm going to go with the Niners, but it, it is going to be closer than expected. Okay. Train, who you got and why? Oh, man. Oh, God. You know, this is a, this is the another addition to the field of the story of the Lions are able to, to nab this game. And, uh, no, Brock Purdy is not necessarily my MVP, but had he done it, he can run Shanahan's offense. <laughs> that, that he can do. Um, yep. Debo Samuel possibly not being available is, uh, is, is, is pretty big. And that's what makes me nervous about going with San Francisco. But, uh, San Francisco's defense is no joke. They are. That defense is better than Detroit's defense. Now, they got Aiden Hutchinson, but um, that defense is definitely better. So, with their defense, with the fluidity of their offense, even if it's missing Debo Samuel, you know, I got the Niners in a court. Okay. K-Star. Yeah, I think you know who I'm going with. I'm going with the Niners at home. One factor that's working at the Lions as well, they have a couple of banged-up linemen that came from that Buccaneers game. I think the guard from the Lions is going to miss this game, and he's a really strong interior lineman and playing one of the best defensive lines in the league. And um, outdoors, Jared Goff doesn't play as well outdoors. I think they're going to play from behind. It's just harder to move the ball on San Fran than it is on Tampa than it is on the Rams. And um, I just think that the differences between teams come out. And Purdy has an excellent game versus the Lions defense. They get 400 yards with Mullen, 360 to Stafford, 350 to Baker Mayfield. I think it's a bounce-back game, and the Niners win big. I, I got the Niners. I don't know about big. Um, I'm a little concerned that the right side of the, liner, the Niners' offensive line is a bit suspect, and that Hutchinson boy um, – you know, when you talk about Micah or Garrett or, or Watt, uh, Hutchinson ain't far off. <laughs> um, 
you know, that, that, that dude's motor doesn't stop. He makes me think of the guy in Oakland. They're kind of built the same way. I uh, can't remember his name. Not yeah, Oakland. Max Raiders. Max Crosby. Yeah, thank you. They're, they're kind yeah. of built the same. Um, and not just because they're both white, but they're built similarly. Uh, Watt's white, but Watt's a big boy. Watt, that, that whole Watt family, man, those some big boys, man. God damn. Um, but but Hutchinson is just built motor. like you know, that motor, and I'm concerned yeah. that he's gonna he's going But I think Shanahan is gonna you know they're gonna chip and they're gonna they're gonna you know they're gonna roll away. I think that I think coaching while Dan Campbell is a great motivator, he's a great leader. He's a leader of men. I, I can't put his X's and O's over. Shanahan, you know, I, I can't, I can't do that. And so, and I, you know, I don't know that it's going to be, a, I don't believe that it's going to be a blowout, but I, I, I'd, I'd go like 49ers like by 10. I see, I think 10 points. Um, and yeah. I think they get a late touchdown, you know, to kind of close it out, you know, go up by two scores with three minutes to go, their defense stop gets a stop and the game ends. That's, that's how I see this. Um, I would not be surprised in the AFC game, either winner. I would be a bit surprised with Detroit. And I, I'll tell you, I, the person that I really feel bad for is Dr. Train. <laughs> because Dr. Train has waited for years <laughs> to get Aaron Rodgers out of his division. And that boy gone. He in New York getting ready for next season in the AFC East. Now Train's got to deal with Detroit and he got to deal with Green Bay. Feel for you, brother. But if y'all go out and get Caleb, maybe maybe you'll have, you know, maybe maybe y'all, you know, you build around him. You know, y'all might be a year or two away from being that next up and coming team out of the NFC North. We'll, we'll see. But um, let's. You know what I mean? Hey, go well, I'm, about, I'm about to roll right into <laughs> final thoughts, and I'm going to start with Train since I got queued you up anyway. So go ahead, Train, with your final thoughts. Oh man. Um... Like I said, T out the last three games of the season, uh, looking forward to these to these matches, particularly the the, the AFC match, man. That's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun to watch. I gotta check and see what time I need to pick my wife up at the airport, man. I'm to listen and drive at the same time. Uh but um as far as it would be exciting to see what the Bears do in the off season. We got a, we got we got options. Um Having the, the top pick second year in a row, I mean, from my perspective, it's time to uh, it's time to cash in. Uh, so far, I'm liking everything that I see and understand about Kevin Williams, and I just think he's going to come in that much further along uh, as you know what you need to play the quarterback position than than, than Fields. And honestly, I tell y'all, I, I miss Fields because I was. You talking about man, y'all y'all remember my excitement? You talking about quarterback? I felt like we finally we finally had the dude, and and honestly, we don't know what Pose is gonna do. He might keep, we don't know, but we'll see. You know, so look forward to the games this weekend, and good luck to both teams. I got I got Niners family, and yeah, Niners family. I got Lions friends, and one cheat friend. So <laughs> oh, and. Yeah, I know people that root for all four teams. It'll be interesting to see who ends up crying out. Okay. JB, final thoughts. I just want the games to be competitive. I mean, we, we're getting down to the, the nitty-gritty now. This is it. This is for the first of the Super Bowl. So 
I want to see these two games be ultra competitive like I expect them to be. Um, interesting what's going to happen with this coaching carousel, too, between Harbaugh. It looks like it's almost a done deal for the Chargers, but Belichick going to the Falcons isn't so much a done deal, and I don't think he's had interviews with anybody else. So curious to see what's going to happen with the, uh, the coaches this week, if there's going to be any movement. Okay. K-Star, final thoughts. Three games left. Let's enjoy them. Let's hope that they're really close, really competitive, really good. It's been a wild ride. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to this game's weekends. Okay. I got I got yelled at by my co-host last week. I said I'd be brief, and then I got yelled at for not being brief. Um, <laughs> so, so, so I'll be brief. Um, I don't care if they're close games or blowouts because it's football. So, uh, if I, if Dallas was playing, I would love to have a blowout. So I'm not going to take that opportunity away. I understand what Jay's saying. You know, at this point, you just want to see good games. I don't really care. I just want to see football. We only got three football games left. Um, Dallas, I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed that Jerry Jones kept Mike McCarthy. I'm disappointed that all these family members are going on social media talking shit and creating all this turmoil. I'm disappointed all the way around. But at some point, I'll get over it, and I'll be back on my Dallas Cowboy bandwagon, although it will be different. But right now, I'm just disappointed. You should be in this game. It's that simple. You should be in San Francisco or heading to San Francisco this week with a chance to play in the Super Bowl, and you're not. Not only are you not doing it, you you brought back the coach that couldn't get it done, and you got all this drama going on that we just don't need. Okay? So I'm disappointed. That said, I hope everybody enjoys the divisional, I mean, uh, the conference championship games. We'll be back next Tuesday. Um, although, uh, we'll probably come back next Tuesday. I believe it's two weeks until Super Bowl after, um, I think, yeah. Um, oh, we'll figure it out. But anyway, enjoy the games next week. And as we always say, these feuds are all getting settled on the field. Everybody have a great night. We'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs>